Welcome, everybody. Today, we are on Morning Charge Up, and we have me, Live Zone Sports, here, as long as um, Bobby here. And Bobby, you are part of Power Talk Sports. There we go. Let's get right. it. So we're we're combining. So that's good. I like I like to see it going on here. We gotta combine with more people. Um, so I'm gonna send it off to Uni. Uni has the questions for us. We're gonna talk about it. Hello. I was wondering if either of you have any concerns for the Green Bay Packers. You want to take it off, or you want me? I'll, I'll give it to you, Live Zone. Let's go, Live Zone. I'm very concerned for the Green Bay Packers. The Green Bay Packers have one of the best quarterbacks, with one of the best wide receivers, and one of the top ten defenses in the league, with a very good offensive line. And you're telling me that they could only get three points last week? That Aaron Rodgers could only get one fantasy point last week. That's concerning to me. One of the best quarterbacks in the league right now. One of the most athletic, one of the most power-thrown quarterbacks in the league right now. And you're telling me that he can't get the job done in week one and only have three points in a blowout? That's that's awful to me. That's awful to me. I'm very concerned for the Green Bay Packers. I do feel like they're going to bounce back this week against the Lions. But that's just because they're the Lions. Once they go against good teams, I feel like you're going to see this Green Bay team collapse and they are in trouble. I would absolutely agree with you. I think, you know, I think Aaron Rodgers has kind of checked out as, a, you know, the quarterback of Green Bay. I, I do think that they will bounce back, but like you said, it's against the Detroit Lions. I think anybody can bounce back against the Detroit Lions. And, you know, that organization is not really good The man from management up and down. So I do feel like Aaron will have a really good game this week. But, you know, the competition, like what – What's going to happen when he goes against the Bucks? What's going to happen when he goes against the Saints again? He, you know, it it doesn't look good. He didn't look good on the sideline. He looked like he was just there to be there. And I think Aaron Rodgers really wants out of Green Bay. And I think they're in trouble. I really do. Like, they have Devontae. You got Aaron Jones. And you, you have a good combination of running backs, wide receivers, and you have a pretty decent, decent tight end. I don't see where they go wrong unless Aaron Rodgers just doesn't show up and he doesn't want to be there. Now, here's the thing I don't like about Green Bay, okay? Green Bay is a great team, yep. but not until the playoffs. Right. So... Do I see them even making the playoffs this year? I'm going to tell you right now. No, I do not. Yep. Green Bay needs to get in line, and they need to get in check 
if they're going to make the playoffs. This was a very bad game, and I feel like if Aaron Rodgers wants to prove that he's still a number one quarterback in the league right now and wants to be in Green Bay, he needs to have a statement game and destroy the Detroit Lions. I, you took the words right out of my mouth. I, I, I feel the same way. I think he, he needs to have a statement game upon statement games against you know Detroit. Now let's say that Green Bay loses. Now we're talking about a team that is totally broken. And do you think? Do you think Live Zone that it? Think of the possibility of trading A-Rod. If they lose to the Detroit Lions, there is no exception. They trade Aaron Rodgers on the dot. Here's why. Okay. Here's why I say you go from being one of the best teams in the league. One of the best teams in the league. And you're telling me that the next year, they're not going to just get a blowout in week one. They're going to lose to the Detroit Lions. I have no talk. About, and they shouldn't even be an NFL team this year. Some college teams could beat them out right now for an NFL spot. Mm-hmm. And you're telling me that the Green Bay Packers lose that game? You trade Aaron Rodgers because Aaron Rodgers is to blame for that game. Totally agree. I think Green Bay... If they lose to Detroit, are in total trouble. They, I don't, personally, I think that they'll get their stuff together and they'll make a wild card spot. But that's just hopeful, like, you know, that's hopeful thinking. Uh, the, the way, it's week one, people are going to say that we're overreacting. But what I saw is not an overreact. That is Crazy three points. Uh, uh, Drew Brees just retired. Like now you got Jameis Winston throwing up five TDs over your defense. Come on. Come on. No, the, there's no way. There's a problem in that locker room and it there's needs a, to be a problem. quick. It needs to be solved quick. Problem, yep. Ed, we got Uni with the second question. Uni, let's hear it. Were you disappointed by any NFL teams in week one? I'm going to let you handle this one. Thank you. So I'm very disappointed in one team specifically. And uh, I'll turn the ball cap around for this one. My new... England Patriots, how, how, with our defense, with our revamped offense, and yes, we have a rookie quarterback, but how do you lose to the Dolphins by one point? And I get it. We have to clean up a lot of stuff. Our, with jumping off sides, Fumbling balls with our running backs? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me, New England? It's time to get your shit together. This is ridiculous. Like, we let go of Cam Newton for one reason and one reason only. To get the quarterback of the future. And Mac Jones is at no fault 
in this loss. Put up over what? 250 going what? 29 of 39 right. roughly yep. on passes. This, this is ridiculous. We need to sure up our defense, sure up the, you know, um, the running game. It, it, if we didn't lose a fumble, we'd have a field goal and we would have won. New England, all I got to say is get your stuff together because in week four, we play Mr. Goat Tom Brady. And if you're going to play like that, New England, just shoo in a win for those bucks. That's the team I'm most disappointed in is the New England Patriots. I ride or die with the Patriots. I'm sure the same thing is with Live Zone over there with CJ. And what do you feel? So I'm disappointed with the Patriots. Yeah. But I'm not nearly disappointed as I should be. Here's the reason, okay? You have players such as Mac Jones, such as Janu, such as Hunter Henry, such as Stevenson, such as everybody in the offense. Everybody. Yeah, yeah. Most likely. I'm pretty sure there's only a few people on the offensive line that's still part of the team. Fair. Of our It's all coming together. It's all coming together. Don't get me wrong. They should have won that game. Yep. Without question. But you can't you can't look at it on the other side and be like, the Dolphins are scrubs. We should have beat that team easily because the Dolphins can ball. The yep. Dolphins Tua Tua is no joke. So with you coming in here and saying that the most disrespected team or the most disappointed team, I should say, that you have is the New England Patriots. I have to ask you, why? Why is it the New England Patriots? They played a good game. They played a good game. And with 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 what they had with a new offense revamping and everything like that, they played a great game for their first game. Great game. With all them being together for the first time, because in the preseason, none of them were all together at the same time. Their starting quarterback wasn't even. True. So I guess, I guess what my point is, is that you have a Hall of Fame head coach that should have yeah. you prepared for that moment. And, you know, respectfully, you have an offensive coordinator in Josh McDaniels that should have that offense. Either way, Mac Jones, Cam Newton, whoever it was ready for that game. And it's just disrespectful that we lost by one point. That gets me all fired up. I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you said that about the coaches. Because, honestly, I think the game is the coach's fault. Okay. The play call that they made was an awful play call to go down the field and run and waste time. When, when have the Patriots ever been that team? When? Okay. Because I'm pretty sure our main offense was passing to our tight ends, passing to our slot receivers, or and if you have the little screen pass, and that was your offense. Right. Your offense was never running. Why are you running the ball with that much time left? You need to get up the field. I blame this loss on the head coach 
and on Josh McDaniels. I blame it on both of them. The call making was bad, and they need to learn how to run a winning offense again because after Brady left, they seem to have forgotten it. They they have seemed to uh, you know lost their way a little bit, and you know it's not totally out of the question that they you know lost it so bad that it can't come back. It's the fact that they got to trust Mac and. People are going to give you know me hate or you hate about this, but I see Mac. A lot of qualities I see of Mac is Brady esque. And he went twenty nine for thirty nine. Why twenty nine for thirty nine? Why wasn't the ball in his hands? That's called trust, and the coaches need to have trust, and it's hard. I get it. It's hard to have trust in a rookie quarterback, but I feel like Mac Jones is different, and that's how I personally feel, and you got to give the kid a chance. What did we get Brady? We gave Brady a chance, and we'll look what it gave us. 20 years of excellence, 20 years of just Super Bowls, uh, AFC championship appearances, um, division titles, like across the board, you know, records all over the place. And now we got this 44-year-old Tom Brady still doing it with the Buccaneers, and it's making Bill Belichick look like a joke. And it's either Bill Belichick, this gets, like you know, that loss, lights a fire under his ass, or we're going to know who truly ran the Patriots organization. And right now, it looks like it's Tom Brady. Well, there's no question there. Tom Brady had all the calls there. I don't. I, I don't. I don't hate Tom Brady for leaving. In fact, never, I blame, never. I blame the staff for Tom Brady leaving because Tom Brady wanted receivers. He wanted weapons, and New England wouldn't go out and hand the money to him. So, right. I think it was Tom Brady running our offense. But as a unit, those three with Josh McDaniels, with Bill Belichick, and with Tom Brady, they were unstoppable. And then after that, Brady left. So I'm going to go on with this conversation because we want to get into the next one. True. My main disappointments do not come from the Patriots. In fact, Patriots are number three on my list. My number one and two are the Buffalo Bills and the Baltimore Ravens. Honestly, I was going to say Ravens for my second. The Buffalo Bills, man, though. How bad did Josh Allen do? I mean, he didn't do as bad as Aaron Rodgers, but come on, bro. You're a top three quarterback. You have to do better than that. You just came off of one of your biggest years, and you're going to settle it off with that? No. You need to go out, and you need to make sure that these people know, oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm that guy. Yep. I'm that dude. Not, you know, have this average year that you're expected to have now because of week one. You have to go out and you have to prove what you're made of. And I feel right. like Josh Allen is messed up right now. I feel like the loss in the playoffs did mess him up a little bit. They'll be back. I promise you this week they'll be back. And I promise you Josh Allen will not look that bad again. And if he does, I don't know. I don't know. But with the Ravens. The pressure. The the pressure of being the best quarterback in that AFC East. You never know. 
like I like Josh Allen a lot. I'm not even a Buffalo Bills fan. I'm not a Jets fan. I'm not a Dolphins fan. I'm Patriots all day. But that could be a lot to take on for, you know, Tom Brady ran that division for 20 years. And Josh just got it last year. But I do see a drop-off from last year for Josh Allen. But it shouldn't be that big of what happened in week one. So I do feel like he will have a better game. I do feel like the Bills will be back next game. But if they're not, then we're going to have to question if he can handle the pressure. All right. And then number one on my list, the Baltimore Ravens. I'm sorry, but when you're the best mobile quarterback of all time, supposedly ahead of Michael Vick, you can't be fumbling with the game on the line. You can't be doing that. I don't care what pressure is built up on you. Michael Vick would have never fumbled that. In fact, he would have thrown it. You would have seen Michael Vick throwing the ball. That's something that I don't get when you talk about mobile quarterbacks is a person that can run, pass, and do everything, scramble. He's not better than the person that can just run the ball. That's all Baltimore's offense is, and I feel like they're going to get very exposed this year. And I had them as one of my favorite teams this year with Dobbins. But now that he's hurt, I don't think that they're going to be a great team this year. I think that they're going to have a lot of losses that they should win. And I feel like the for that is because the pressure, talk about pressure, the pressure is going to get to Lamar Jackson. No, I totally agree. Um, you know, Lamar fumbling that ball. Yeah, it, this That game was in Baltimore's pocket. Went to OT. He had it. He had it, and it's just they're exposed right now because their whole offense is like dip, dunk, and run with Lamar. Mm-hmm. And if, you know, defense over the years have figured that out, and I believe they have, it's over. It's over. Yeah. Lamar's a great, you know, he's a great game manager, but at the end of the day, Lamar Jackson is just a running back to me. Yep. With the with the ball as a quarterback. And that doesn't work out long term in this league because the defenses will figure figure you out. And I see them being mediocre, maybe one game over five hundred, and that's all we got there for the Ravens. All right, that's it for disappointments with me in week one. I don't know about you. You can go ahead and talk about another team if you want, but those are – I mean, if you, if you want to throw a team out there, you can, disappointment is Green Bay. But we, yeah. we kind of touch on that. That one's pretty obvious, though. I don't that's – like, that's, that's a real big disappointment, and we'll see what happens in week two. But – that's all I got right now. I think those teams right there are real big disappointments, and hopefully they turn it around in week two, and uh, then we have more to talk about. All right. So um, we'll be back. Um, uh, we're going to take a little break right now, and then back to you with more sports news. Here, I need these combos, though. Combos, please sponsor us. <laughs> yeah. 
back, everybody. I am Live Zone Sports. My name is CJ, and today we are here with Bobby. As you know, uh, he is part of the Live Zone Sports. We got another question from Uni uh, coming in, and we're going to talk about it. So, Uni, pop off. Thank you, thank you. Are you more impressed with the Arizona Cardinals or the Las Vegas Raiders? I got this. Let Go me ahead. take over this. All right. I am more impressed with the Las Vegas Raiders. Their poise, their, you know, their willingness to win in that overtime victory versus the Ravens. You know, it kind of it got me. It got me right in the heart. It, like Derek Carr is very, you know, inconsistent. He's up and down. But what if this is the year? What if this is the year that Derek Carr just, you know, blows up? Obviously, he's in a division with Patrick Mahomes, so he would obviously probably finish second. But can the Raiders make it to a wild card? I do think it's possible. They have. Very good weapons at the wide receiver position. I mean, Josh Jacobs is out week two. But you got Kendrick Drake. Yep. Kendrick Drake, free agent acquisition. And their defense ain't that bad. And can I add that, you know, you got the first openly gay um, linebacker. And uh, what, Nassib? Carl Nassib? Yep. And... He is a total menace on the field. Gets after that quarterback, and it's just great for the sport that, you know, they're open to the LGBTQ community. And I think that the Raiders will be a threat. And if they don't make the playoffs, they will be a real big threat to people that are trying to make the playoffs, and they're on the up and coming. I'm very impressed with what they did. And. We'll have to see what happens during the season. But um, I think Raiders Nation might be back. What do you think, Labzone? So I'm glad you asked me. Because I love the uh, Las Vegas. I almost said it again. The Las Vegas Raiders. I love them. They're, they're a great team. Uh, being in the AFC, they're, they're a good fit. Derek Carr can ball. He... he, he He's got all the tools to ball. He, he's great player, great quarterback. Darren Waller, beast. Probably one of the – probably second to best tight end in the league right now. Yeah. Jake, he's top ten. And they have an amazing offensive line. Amazing. Here's what I don't get about this. The Ravens, which are very exposed, lost to the Raiders by one touchdown. And I get that. That's a great win. Huge win. But you're going to tell me that they're better than the Arizona Cardinals this year? Listen, listen. The Arizona Cardinals, they're one of my favorites to win the Super Bowl this year because of how stacked their team is. They have Chandler Jones. They have J.J. Watt. They have A.J. Green. Do they? I'm pretty sure they still have Larry Fitzgerald. Am I right? He's a free agent. 
Ah, so they let him go. All right, so they let Fitzgerald. But they have A.J. Green. They have the best wide receiver in the league, I think, in DeAndre Hopkins. And they have a very underrated quarterback in Kyler Murray. With pro bowlers on their offensive line and right next to Chandler Jones and J.J. Watt on their defensive line. Their defense. Chandler Jones alone had five sacks last week. They're going to go on a huge run. I don't know when it's going to come. It's not going to come in the first. It might come in the first few weeks, actually. It might not. It might come later in the year. But when the playoffs hit, you're going to see two teams in that division go into the playoffs. You're going to see the L.A. Rams. And you're going to see the Arizona Cardinals in the playoffs. And honestly, if they're on separate sides of the totem pole, I see that being your NFC matchup. That's how good this Arizona Cardinals team is. This Arizona Cardinals team, they don't just have a great quarterback. They also have a defense behind it. Now, if you look at the Las Vegas Raiders, other than their quarterback and offensive line and Darren Waller, what do they have that, uh, that stands out like the Arizona Cardinals do? Not much. And you could, you, could say, you could say that, oh, I'm basing it off of like big names and stuff. But those big names, they became a big name for a reason. The Cardinals are going to be best teams in the NFL this year. And the reason why is because their defense is going to anchor their offense. And their offense is going to go off. And it's going to be unstoppable. I, I agree with you. Um. Uh, Uni, the question was, like, who's the most impressive, right? Who do we think is the most impressive? And that's where I think the most impressive was the Raiders. I do agree with you on Arizona's going to be different. They are top-notch. But my most impressive, the Raiders. That was impressive. That was impressive. That was impressive, man. All right, so your Raiders OT win by seven points, by by a lucky throw, because that throw was pretty lucky. He was was fading on that. Throw. He was fading on that throw. He barely got that off. He was on the verge of getting sacked, and he saw him last second and heaved it up there. You tell me that that throw was more impressive than Chandler Jones having five sacks in one game. Not necessarily like Chandler Jones having five sacks, but that throw, that throw was very impressive. But if you're, and, but you got to think of it. You got to think of it. And under, he's under pressure, and he just heaves that up there in a perfect placement ball. That's pretty impressive to me all day. That's that's impressive as well. I'm not saying that it's not impressive, but. Chandler Jones being the beast that he is, anchoring that defense to get pumped up, to blow out the game, have five sacks in one game. I'm taking the Arizona Cardinals more impressive than the Las Vegas Raiders any day off of a throw 
compared to five sacks. Defense defense wins championships, not throws and not offense. Well, I I respect your opinion, but Las Vegas Raiders all day would most impressive for me. And I think we both have great arguments on that. And, uh, you know, I guess that was a tale of two different things, offense and defense. Yeah. It was really a tale of two different things. And uh, for me, the reason why I say the Raiders was more impressive is because the Raiders have been nothing. They have been like, you know, this lackluster average team. And, you know, I think they're going to break out this year. You know, don't hate on me for it, but we'll see what happens. I think they're going to be – I'll say they get into the wild card, and we'll see where they go from there. Uh, the Broncos <laughs> – the Broncos in that division are scary to come up on them. But see, you know, Chiefs, Raiders, Broncos, and Chargers. And we'll see what happens. Chargers are last. I do not believe in the Chargers. I do not. We'll talk about that later, but I do not believe in them. Oh, that's, that's a little something. I do not believe in the Los Angeles Chargers. Oh, man. You going? No. No. Oh, man. Justin <laughs> Hurt, guy. Justin Hurt. I, I love Justin Herbert. I don't believe in the team. I don't know, man. I don't know. After the game they just had, I guess we'll <laughs> Week two. We, but, will, we will find out week two. But on this, we're going to come back to this debate and then we're going to see who's right. And then you're <laughs> going to see that Power Talk Sports is right all day. <laughs> I, I, I respect that. I respect that. But I'm going to tell you. Is what I am going to tell you is based off of what you said about the Raiders, you can also say about the Cardinals. Because True. the Cardinals. The only reason why they became relevant last year and the year before that is because they got DeAndre Hopkins and Kyler Murray. Before that, they weren't known for anything other than having Larry Fitzgerald that was aging and was wasting his career. So, going to say is, is, yes, the Raiders were nothing, but the Cardinals weren't either. And with the Cardinals, the way they built the team that they built this year, and the way that they kept on adding superstar after superstar after pro bowler after pro bowler, making the moves that they needed to make. I don't know, man. The Cardinals are a different beast this year. Where, you know, I think both teams will be actually pretty good. And yep. I honestly hope best for both teams. I think I, I like both teams, how they're set up for the future. Yep. All right. And then. As always, you know, before the games come up, we do this thing with uh, week predictions. So, Uni, question? I mean, I feel like I don't even have to ask it because you just introduced it. But what are your predictions for week two? All right. So, you want to go game by game or do you want to go I go and then you go? Ah, uh, Let's go game by game. Let's go game by game. We got is your Las Vegas Raiders. Versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. Ooh. So uh, let me let me take this. I, I think we're going Las Vegas Raiders by three. By three. It's going to be a close game, but I don't believe in the Steelers. I think the Steelers, I think Big Ben's over the hill. And um, I think it will show this week. 
So I'm going to agree with you with the Raiders, and here's the reason why. I'm not going to agree with you by three, but I will agree with you uh, with the Raiders. The Raiders are coming off of a hot streak, off of, of, you know, winning the game in OT, getting that last touchdown, getting the crowd vamped up and everything like that. They're going to be good. They're going to be good this week. Here's what I don't like about the Steelers. They're cocky. They're very cocky. They went in the week one thinking, oh, we're going to win the Super Bowl. And as as they should, but once you get that mentality, you're going to have what I like to call a relapse game. Yeah. Where you, you get what's coming to you. And I feel like if it's going to be one of the games this year that they have a relapse game because they're going to have a few. If they're going to have it, one of them, it's going to start with the Las Vegas Raiders. I say the Las Vegas Raiders are going to win, and I think they're going to win by 17 points. Whoa. That's a big win. Yep. <laughs> All right. So next game, uh, not really an exciting one other than the quarterback race in San Francisco, but we have the 49ers. Versus the Eagles. 49ers versus Eagles. Uh, we, uh, I'm going with the 49ers. Uh, they're healthy. And you got a healthy Jimmy G with, um, you know, there's a two-quarterback set going on there in, you know, San Francisco. And I just think that they're – with a healthy defense, with a healthy offense, San Fran could be a real big threat for the NFC. And I say they win by two touchdowns. Okay. So I'm going to disagree. I feel like the 49ers are using too much of Jimmy G. I feel like fans are getting very sick and tired of Jimmy G, and I feel like you're going to see him get less and less minutes as he goes on. With being said, that's going to hurt them because that leaves more rookie mistakes for the rookie quarterback. Jalen Hurts can ball. He can ball. He is a mean man. He is very good. Uh, I feel like the Eagles, they're very underrated. And you know me. um, I like the Eagles a lot. They're one of my favorite NFC teams. Uh, I'm going to go with the Eagles, and I'm going to go... I'm going to go three points on this one. Okay. I don't, right. I don't hate it. Right. I respect that. Um, so the next team we have is the Texans versus the Browns. Ooh. I actually think that it will be a little bit competitive to start. To start. But I do think the Browns are obviously going to win this game against the Texans. It's obvious. And they will win by 17. Uh, I just think, you know, Baker will go off to Jarvis Landry, Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt. Um, it's going to be a big running game this game. And they're definitely going to they're definitely gonna win by at least 17. In my opinion, both teams are very underrated this year. I agree. The Texans are underrated because they just lost their best quarterback. Yep. 
But Taylor's no joke. No, no, no. Tyrod Taylor is a menace. Underrated menace. I'm taking the Browns because they're they're another team on that hot streak where yep. they are going to win games. They're going to win a lot of games this year. In fact, if they win the AFC, I wouldn't be surprised. I agree. Browns are going to three points. I think the Texans are going to stay in there. I think it's going to be a low score game. Because, like you said, it's going to be a running right. game. I feel like that's a lot of clock. I think you're going to see like a 17-14 victory for him. I think the Browns have a little bit more capability of putting up the more numbers against that. You know, that uh, Texans defense is not – I mean, on paper, they're not good. Yeah. We're about to find out how underrated they are this week. Yep. So, I think we agree. Browns winning that one. Uh, next game, Broncos versus the Jaguars. Oh, yeah. We, we're probably going to agree on this, and the Broncos are going to blow out the Jags. I personally think Trevor Lawrence, the first-round pick, is going to be a bust. I don't think he's going to be anywhere near any of the quarterbacks that were taken after him. I, I just feel like he's going to be, you know, number five. So, that being said, I think the Broncos win by – 10 points, like a 10-point cushion. The Broncos' defense is very – I mean, it's known, but I think it's underrated. The reason why I have the Broncos winning isn't because of their offense, because they're missing Jerry Judy. I'm having them winning because of their de- defense. I feel like Teddy Bridgewater is going to have a tough time this week without Jerry Judy there because Jerry Judy is Back. Are their best wide receiver. One of the – best wide receivers, I think, in the league right now, but he's very underrated because of the team he's on. Yep. I do think they're going to win by 10. I don't think it's going to be like a 30 to 20 type of thing, though. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. I feel like you're going to see like a 17-7 game out of this. Yeah, I can see that. Yep. Alright. Next, we got the Saints versus the Panthers. Ooh. I personally do not think that Jameis Winston will have that big game, five touchdowns. Uh, You know, I do not, I do not think that at all. I do think that the Panthers beat the Saints by three points with CMC having a huge game and Sam Donald throwing for two touchdowns. I don't know, man. What you just said. That's a bold. Prediction. What is outrageous to me? Because the New Orleans Saints just came off one of the best week one games that they could have had. It's a fluke. Winston is no joke. Winston is no joke. We've seen this out of him before, but we've seen it out of him in a certain stance because he didn't have what he has in New Orleans. He wasn't trusted by his coaches in New Orleans because he came in as a rookie quarterback. And with that being said, he had a lot of pressure on him. Now, he's a veteran quarterback. I think that Winston's career 
you could split it up into two different people, and I think you could have two different careers right there. Because I feel like Jameis Winston is going to revamp his career in New Orleans, and I think he's going to be a very underrated quarterback. With that being said, I do see this happening where the Saints do take the win by uh, 21 points. Oh, uh, I, I don't I don't agree, but I want to see it. You can't you can't count out the Saints to have big games like that because you have you have Kamara, you have the surrounding wide receivers that are not or Michael Thomas. It doesn't matter. Do you see how good they did last game? It's like they could not miss. I feel like you're gonna see. The defense locked down the Panthers' offense. I don't think Christian McCaffrey is going to have the big game that everybody thinks he's going to have. I think he's going to be stopped this game. Not stopped enough to be like a bad, bad game. Stopped enough, but I think he's going to be average, put it that way. Not the phenomenal CMC that you're expected to see. I feel like you're going to see like, we'll call it 35-14. CMC is going for over a hundred yards. Book it. Probably in that fourteen, in that in those two touchdowns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really argue on this one. The Rams take this one all day. Their defense is superior. Their quarterback Matthew Stafford is actually on a team that has wide receivers and a coach that can coach up. Um, yeah, uh, Rams by twenty-one. I don't got to say no more. And. Before I talk about this, I just wanted to say, um, we forgot to say at the beginning or in the middle, uh, did, did you forget to subscribe and like? Oh, yeah. Did, did you forget about that, guys? Because, like, we're, we're here. We're here. We're, we're doing this for you guys. We're, we're coming up with the content. We're, we're talking about the content. Just give us a little love. Uh-huh. Give, subscribe. Give us a little that subscribe button. Exactly. You're going to hear about sports, what, every week? We got week two predictions right now. And guess what? Power Talk Sports is here to stay, boys. <laughs> exactly. And the boys and girls, we're here to stay. <laughs> All right. So um, back to what I was saying. Yep. Of hatred towards the LA Rams saying, oh, they're team. They're a fluke team. Ooh. I was like, did you even watch the game? Did you even- their defense was unstoppable. 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 But trust me, we're going to be getting back to that on WKKL um, 90.7. Uh, we're going to be talking about that on my boy's show. Clap. I'm coming to see you. We're going to talk about that. But um, the Rams, man, they're my favorite to win the Super Bowl this year. They really are. They really, yeah. I feel like they, they, they have a chance. I feel like they could go undefeated, honestly. I feel like they could go undefeated. They have a really good team that's very unstoppable, defensive and offensive. I'm gonna take the Rams. I'm gonna take the Rams by. I think it's gonna be another blowout, man. I think it's gonna be another blowout. I have that feeling with the Rams. I feel like a lot of games this year they're gonna have are gonna be blowouts. Um, I'm going to take them by 28 points. I don't see the Colts doing much. I don't see the Colts doing much with this defense. The Colts are going to get stopped badly with this defense, especially without Wentz. I mean, 
I think I think Wentz is playing. Even with them, honestly. With them. It's at least 21 points. Yeah. So I'm going to give it the 28-point victory to the Rams. Uh, we're going to be looking at, let's see. We'll call it 42 to uh, 42 minus 28. I can't do the math. <laughs> Whatever that is. It, it, it's <laughs> play. I'm sorry. <laughs> It's going to be a blowout. That's what we're saying, guys. We'll call it 42-28. How about that? I like that. I, I can see that happen. All right. So next we got the Bills versus the Dolphins. Ooh. Ooh. The Patriot in me wants the Bills, to, <laughs> the Bills to win. So they're both one and one. I'm going out on a limb and saying Josh Allen doesn't get it together. And I see the Dolphins winning by a late field goal in the fourth quarter by three. Okay. Reason being is Dolphins defense showed me against the Patriots that that's no joke. They have a really good defense. And Tua showed me that it's not just a fluke. He is actually a really good quarterback for the NFL. Mm-hmm. And I think Tua will be – he will be great. He'll have to be great to beat the Bills, and I think he will be great. I think he'll throw two touchdowns, run for one, and the defense will share it up. I am so disappointed that you just gave me that answer. As you know, and as everybody knows, me and Bobby here are both Patriots fans. The Bills have one of the best offensives in the league against the Steelers. This defense is no Steelers team that they're going against in week two. Thank you. But here's the thing. Diggs, somebody, somebody's going to step up in that locker room. Someone. Whether it be Allen, whether it be Diggs, whether it be Singletary, somebody's going to get them wild up. You're going to see the Bills win that game by seven points. It's going to be a close one. I do agree. Because it will be close. Yep. As with everybody, I think with all four teams that you have in that division, the Dolphins are going to stay with every single one of them. But I think that they're going to lose by seven points because I think Josh Allen will get it together, and I think you will see why he got that extension this year. I think it's going to be a really close game. Dolphins by three. Go ahead, next. Is this it? <laughs> yeah. Patriots versus the Jets. Patriots versus the New York Jets. So, you know, the Patriots have to win this game, right? Like, it has to. They have to win. They can't go 0 2. Um, Mac Jones goes off this game. He goes for three touchdowns, 300 yards. He. 
He is going to blow out the Jets defense, who the Jets defense is so mediocre. And I just feel this is going to be a blowout. I feel we're going to win by 21 points, three touchdowns, and the Jets have no chance. Um, I think Zach Wilson, though, that being said, he will have a decent game, but he's going to throw at least two interceptions. And here's my prediction. J.C. Jackson, Jonathan Jones, those are the interceptions. If I get that right, you have to like and subscribe. Because <laughs> if I get those two right, you definitely have to like and subscribe, right? Like and subscribe, definitely. But right. That's my prediction. Patriots win by 21. Just like I said on 90.7 WKKO this week. In fact, yesterday, if you were listening, Mac Jones needs to have a statement game this game. Right. If you're going to look at Mac Jones and say, oh, well, his first two games was against, you know, two people in his division and he lost to both of them, he don't get with that. He don't get rookie of the year with that. No. You need to go demolish this Jets defense because honestly, this not they're not a good defense. They're not even a good period. So what I'm going to say is, is I think the Patriots are going to win this game. I'm hoping by 35 points, but I'm going to say by 20. I feel yeah. like the, I feel like the key to this game though, if they do go off and win by 35 points, the key to this game will be their tight ends. Yeah. That's, yep. that's who you have to look for. Henry, Janu, those boys need to do something this week. And you got to look at Aguilar. Aguilar is a really good deep threat. And if he can just, you know, beat that secondary, we got it. But 21 points is, is it's like a fair blowout. But I could see the 35 if we just keep punching, punching, punching. All right. Next game. Bengals versus the Bears. Joe Burrow all day. Bengals starting 2-0. Right to Jamar Chase. We're going Bengals starting 2-0. Very, you would have never said this last year, right? Never said this last year. I think the Bengals, give me the Bengals by seven points. Okay. So, this game could go either way. Could go split. It all depends on who's starting at quarterback for the Bears. If you go out and Justin Fields is playing that game. Oh, it'd be more competitive. I think the Bears take that game. It's that Fields those generational that Mm -hmm. he needs to get out there and play the game. Bears, Facts. doing? What are you doing? You have one of the best running quarterbacks in the league right now, and you're not using him. It's messed up. With that being said, I don't think he's going to play the games this year. I do think the Bengals are going to take this game, and I think it's going to be by 10 points. I think you're going to see Jamar Chase have a big game. But not just, not just that. 
I feel like the key start game is going to be the person who was on my live five list. If you watch my last video, you can see it there. T is going to have an amazing game this this game. He went out. He didn't have the game he was looking for, but I think you're going to see him be the number one target this week, and I feel like the Bengals will win by 10 points. Agreed. We have to talk about, but the Falcons versus the Buccaneers. I have no words. Buccaneers by 50. <laughs> <laughs> no, Buccaneer, Buccaneers by 35. That's pretty high. Not going to lie. Buccaneers by 35. Superior defense. Tom Brady to go. That offense is crazy. Um, I don't see the Falcons putting up a lot of points at all. I think Buccaneers will steamroll them. And I do think Kyle Pitts will have a game, and that's really bad for my fantasy against CJ. So I hope he doesn't, but I do feel like he will. So I'm glad you brought up Pitts because Pitts is no joke. He's going to be the story of this game for the Falcons, and you're going to see if he should be the rookie that we all think he should be. Yep. I think he's going to have a big game. There's just something telling me to keep him in your fantasy in your fantasy lineup because he's going to have an amazing game against the Buccaneers. I do see the Buccaneers winning, but I don't see him winning by much more than 14 points. Here's the reason why Matt Ryan had an awful game week one. Awful. Calvin Ridley had an okay game. Kyle Pitts had an okay game. You're going to see those two boys on the receiving core. You're going to see those two boys do something this week. If you think Calvin Ridley's just going to have an okay game again, you're sadly mistaken. And same with Kyle Pitts. You need to watch out for those two. Those two are going to be leaders in the next few years. I do see the Buccaneers winning, though. Buccaneers by 14. But that's all I can see them winning by. I got 35, at least. Vikings versus the Cardinals. Cardinals. Cardinals, uh, it will be a close game, I think. Uh... I think the Vikings will be better than, you know, week one. But I think the Cardinals will win it by 10 points. Uh, you got D-Hop, you know, the argument you were making before. You got D-Hop, Chandler Jones on the defense. You got J.J. Watt. Um, yeah, you just got a bunch of web A.J. Green on the offense now on the other side of D-Hop. And, you know, you, you can't forget Kyler. Kyler Murray is he, – he's a demon. He is really, really good. He's fast. He can get out the pocket. He can throw the deep ball, the D-hop, A.J. Green. Yeah, I, I got the Cardinals by 10. Uh, I just don't I just don't think Vikings can, you know, handle it. I got the Cardinals. I got them by 17. But not for the reason that everybody's thinking. Everybody's thinking that, you know, the main story is going to be Kyler Murray running the ball and then passing it out to either A.J. Green or whoever. 
I don't think so. I think you're going to see a more consistent version of Kyler Murray this year. I feel like you're going to see D-Hop not only go out for deep passes, but also go for little slot passes as well. I feel like you're going to see their defense be their main factor this year. And like I was saying before, their defense is no joke. Oh, yeah. You got at least six former pro bowlers on that defensive side. I feel like the Cardinals are going to win this game by 17, but I feel like the defense is going to be the reason why. I agree. Defense will be the reason. Next game, Titans versus Seahawks. Ooh. It's a hard one, but I'm going to have to go with the Titans. The Titans look like complete garbage uh, week one. But you can't look like complete garbage for two weeks in a row when you got King Henry. You got Julio. You got um, you got Tannenhill. Yeah, like come on, like that offense is pretty. It's pretty crazy. You got Brown, Julio Brown, Henry, and Tannehill. They win. It's gonna be close, but they win by a touchdown. Nah. <laughs> nah. Listen to me. Listen to me. DK Metcalf. Uh, uh, Russell Wilson. Chris Carson. No. No, no, no. Listen. Uh, I just named you like three better. Those boys are very underrated. They they are underrated. Very underrated and very overlooked for no reason. Seattle's going to win this game, and here's why. Just like the Steelers, the Titans are cocky. They're very cocky. There's a lot of talk going around that they're the best team to win the bowl, and they're going to come out of the NFC, and I feel like that got to them. They're 0-2 this year. And the Seahawks are going to win this game by 14 points. And like I said... Oh, man. Like I said before, defense wins championships. Yeah, but the, we're, we're going to agree here to disagree. And I got my Titans Listen, coming out. Derrick Henry's no joke. A.J. Brown, no joke. Julio... Julio Jones, no joke. But Julio doesn't fit their offense. Julio needs all in his hands, or else he's useless. Without throwing the ball to Julio Jones, what is he gonna do? What is he gonna do? He left Atlanta for that same reason, and you think, oh, just because he came to with. Titans team that's already good, he's going to make that better? There's problems there. There's not There's not enough ball for the players. And, and with you having a top receiver, number one or two wide receiver, with a number one running back, that's not going to work. One of them's going to have to fall off, and it's not going to be Derrick Henry. And that's why they're going to lose this game. It's because they're not using Julio Jones the way they should. 
right. <laughs> Next game. Cowboys versus the Chargers. I'm going with the Cowboys. Dak Prescott looks great. Mark with Amari. And uh, Zeke, Zeke's going to get there. Uh, he's doing nothing right now. But I think, you know, games and he'll be the old uh, Zeke Elliott. But I think the Cowboys will win this game by three points to a touchdown. Um, it's going to be close. It's going to be really, really close. Trust the Cowboys offensive line. But I think Dak Prescott. Dak can ball. Dak Dak is a great quarterback, but Zeke—I don't know. We'll we'll talk about that one in private because that one might lead to that and that. But we'll we'll talk about that. But no, honestly, I love the Cowboys. I think Zeke's done, but I love the Cowboys. Um, I like their team. I'll put it that way. I don't like their management. So, with that being said. I'm still not taking the Cowboys for this game. I am taking the Chargers to win this game. Reason why is because Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert is a bad man. That boy can fall out. I'm not going to be like Stephen A. Smith and be like, oh, those Cowboys, it's always something. But they did just lose one of their best defensive players. Let's not forget. Okay, let's not forget that Dak Prescott is coming off of an injury now. But I ain't going to throw that against him. And let's not forget. Zeke, he's not a top 10 uh, top ten running back anymore. Regardless of what anybody says, I can come up with 10 running backs I'd rather have. Other than Ezekiel Elliott. It, to me, Ezekiel Elliott is in the same spot as Le'Veon Bell was a few years ago. That's how I see Ezekiel Elliott. Those Cowboys, it is always something with injuries, but I'm not going to throw it against them. I, I like the Cowboys team. With that being said, though, that man Justin Herbert gets things done. And not even just that, with having Keenan Allen right there for you, I mean, sheesh. You you got to look at that and respect that duo. You got to look at the offensive line they built. Not bad offensive line. And their defense isn't that bad either. I do like Jared Cook on the tight end spot. I like that for a little replacement for Hunter Henry. I mean, that's probably the best they could have gotten. And I think they're going to revamp his career as well. I think the Chargers are going to win this. I think they're going to win it by seven points. It's going to be a close game. But I feel like when that fourth quarter comes, Zeke gets tired. Mike Cooper and C.D. Lamb stop catching the footballs. It's a bad trait. And that bad trait could carry on into other games, especially with being in just week two. I feel like the Chargers take this game by seven. We're going to find out. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> guess so. Uh, I'm gonna take this one because I have a little fact. Uh, next game we have the Chiefs versus the Ra- at Ravens. Lamar Jackson has lost four 
straight years against Chiefs quarterback in Patty Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is a generational talent. He will probably be going down as one of the best quarterbacks of all time. Possibly ahead of Aaron Rodgers. Possibly ahead of, you know, Russell Wilson. Who knows? I'm not saying it's going to happen because I don't think it's going to. But he could be above Brady at one point. You know, I don't think it's going to happen. But I do think he could take Peyton's spot as number two. We'll say that. Chiefs are going to blow these guys up. Like we were saying before, they are exposed. The Ravens are exposed. You can't do anything with that offense right now. Their defense is getting beat because they're too cocky. I'm going to take the Chiefs by 35 points this game. I'm going to agree with you. I do see the Chiefs slaughtering the Ravens. And I would say not 35, but 21 and above. So I guess, you know, I agree with you. So 21 points. And I think they win by at least three touchdowns. And Patrick Mahomes is going to go off like he always does. As always. Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, my guy. Oh, he's going to be out. Robinson. You got, you know, Edwards, Allaire. The other side, though, now. Don't forget that now. Don't forget that. The Ravens got Sammy Watkins. Teams are going to win by at least three touchdowns. They're making it like it's going to be the game this week, but I don't see. I see, honestly, the best games. Um, I think it's going to be the Raiders versus Steelers. And honestly, I think from what I see here, it's going to be the Cowboys versus the Chargers. I agree. Those would be really good games. Um, and then last game we have for you this week, um, Lions versus the Packers. Well, let me just tell you this. If the Lions beat the Packers, then we're talking about a whole different season. You know, it's going to be crazy. But that being said, the Packers will adjust. The Packers will beat the Lions, and I don't think it's going to be a huge blowout like, you know, a lot of people think. I think two touchdowns won't be like the biggest blowout. I think 14 points is, you know, doable. I think Aaron Rodgers comes back in there and shows he's Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Devontae Adams comes out, has a big game, and, you know, you you sprinkle in that little running game with Jones, and here you go. You got a 14-point victory for the Packers. I'm going to give the Packers the benefit of the doubt. I'm going to say it's a fluke game. If it's going to be a fluke game in week one, I think that the Packers had the fluke game in week one. Yeah. With that being said, do I think Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams are going to have great games this week? No. Not by the least. I think Devontae Adams will have maybe 70 yards. And I feel like Aaron Rodgers won't be that far off from him. And in fact, if you have Aaron Rodgers on your team, I suggest you trade him in fantasy. What I am going to say, though, Aaron 
Jones is going to have an amazing game this week. I don't know how it's going to be done. They're going to win the game. It's probably going to be by 21 to 28 points. But I feel like if they're going to win this game, it has to be the run game. I don't think that Aaron Rodgers is mentally there to have that physical awareness to be like, we need to get it done. I don't think he's there. I think Aaron Jones is going to be the story of this game. I could see it going both ways. I, I could see the running game being like really big part, but then I could see Aaron Rodgers coming out and just proving that he's still MVP caliber. So we're going to see, and I think Rodgers will have at least, you know, three touchdowns, two of them being to Devontae. But we'll see what happens. I mean, he could have two touchdowns and only have, you know, 10 yards. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. No, it, it could happen either way. I mean, it, it's going to – whatever's going to happen is going to happen, and we're going to find out. Yeah. I do feel like Aaron Jones is going to be a big part of this win, though. Don't be see him having big fancy points. Uh, and not even just that. I'm not saying this because he's on my team. I think – I honestly think he's going to have a big game. But I hope he does because if he does, I'm probably going to beat Bobby. So – <laughs> I hope he doesn't, and I hope Aaron Rodgers lights it up. <laughs> With that being said, <laughs> I am Jay from Live Zone Sports. I am here with Uni. Uh, as always, pleasure to have you. And then we also have Bobby from Power Talk Sports. And this is Morning Charge Up. Thank you for watching.